Welcome to Champagne Problems. We are your hosts, Robbie Shaw and Patrick Balsley. Thank you for joining us on this journey as we explore our mental health, well-being, performance, and longevity, and how our relationships with alcohol can influence each. No shame, no labeling, no judgment, just curiosity. Welcome back, friends. Today, we've got Clifford Steffen in the studio to tell us about his new venture, Booze Vacation. Clifford is the founder of Booze Vacation and holds the prestigious title Chief Vacation Officer inside the company. Booze Vacation is a health and wellness company for high-performing men who want to take their lives and careers to the next level, all by simply taking a break from booze. Booze Vacation is a program for men, but if you know someone that this would be a good fit for, this episode is for you as well. Let's go to Clifford. Clifford Stephan, welcome to Champagne Problems. Thank you. Great to be here. <laughs> we are pumped to have you here, man. I can't believe you made the, the trek across the country to come here. Hey, we are honored. All because of you, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a, you have a colleague that, that lives here. That's correct. Yeah. 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 So uh, kicked off Booze Vacation in earnest over the last three years or so. Yeah. And um, yeah, a colleague here that's helping me with the marketing and the messaging, which is really important to get the, the word out and, and yeah. kind of navigate all the social mores around alcohol and guys because it's uh yeah you got to be kind of sensitive how you broach the subject because definitely typically it can be uh kind of a hot topic yeah guys will guys will start bowing their chests out yeah so he's (laughs) awesome he's a great guy and yeah really happy with the content and how we've been able to kind of message it and and reach people so yeah it's been really cool and i've been working with him for a couple years and never met him so yeah yesterday we got to the whitewater center and adventured out it was really cool what all did you do there what, what, you know everybody knows the whitewater center here and it's it's it, people love it yeah rock climbing into a pool and then we did uh like some class three rafting yeah and then we did some crazy regrettable uh zip line <laughs> thing that was was pretty outrageous yeah, but i, I did it. it not a big heights guy no no that's it's a big one it was a big one so yeah it was a good adventure Good deal. Um, all right, so let's dive in. We like to start with some rapid fire. Sure. Nothing to do with um, with uh, booze vacation, but all to do with you. Get to know you real quickly. First question. First live music concert and where? Oh, man. Um, so I did, I don't know if it's my first one, but freshman year in high school, a, a good buddy of mine's older brother, you know, took, took, took me under his wing and we saw Monsters of Rock at Candlestick. <laughs> With like Metallica, yes. Dawkins, Scorpions, but that was loud. Um, yeah, and I think <laughs> I Kingdom, remember that too. Kingdom Come. So yeah, it was it was insane. And so, where yeah. was it again? Uh, Candlestick. Oh wow. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So we got there at like nine in the morning, and then it was like a two to like eleven concert, and then it took us like two hours to get out of there. So it was like a total death march. <laughs> got in and barely made home alive. But yeah, it was a hell of an adventure. And, Good uh, memory. Metallica was insane. So, yeah. All right, we know you're a super healthy dude, but <laughs> what's your guilty pleasure when it comes to food? Oh, man. Yeah. If you don't do that anymore, what no, was it? what used to be, right? <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty health conscious. You know, I'm, I'm 51, and, yeah, I just want to kind of goof off and act, act and look and feel like I'm in high school, ideally, and <laughs> after kind of a significant wear and tear, trying to keep it, keep it together. But, no, I mean, I've identified a diet that works really well. It's really enjoyable. Um, I eat a ton of chocolate and uh, chocolate. 
yeah. you know, there's coffee. It goes on and on. Uh, yeah. Coconut, coconut, whatever, wherever I can put it. So, you know, like <laughs> on oatmeal and cookies. and um, But, yeah. No, You're crazy, man. You're yeah. crazy. Often that question gets met with chocolate. Yes. <laughs> you know, some people are pizza and McDonald's and Chick-fil-A, and then others are like, oh, just some chocolate. <laughs> Love it. Um, who's the most famous person you've ever met? So we ran into Jack Johnson in on the North Shore. It was pretty cool. Me and my wife were uh, dr- driving down the North Shore, kind of by pipeline. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a surfer, yeah. and I was we had a we had a we had a convertible, and I saw Jack Johnson. I knew he kind of lived in that area, and I saw him riding a mountain mountain bike with like a palm tree on his shoulder, and I was mm. like, "Hey, that's, that's Jack Johnson." And my wife's like, "Where, where?" So we like turn around and like soccerazzied him, and he, and she's like, "Jack," and he's like, "Yeah," and he like Rex's came out, bike. and he was like super cool, and he gave us an autograph. Oh and wow! Wife jumped out of the car. She's like, "I'm not wearing any pants," and he's like, "Yeah, that's pretty common here, you know, he's wearing a bikini and all that." But uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. He's super good. Dude. Cool. Love it. Yeah. All right, this one's easy. If you could know the answer to any question, what would you ask? I, what what's the right amount of alcohol to drink? You know. Okay. Okay. I think that's a mm. that's a top of mind one per person. Top of mind one, <laughs> and it, obviously it's personal, but yeah, yeah, kind of sure. uh, top of mind for me and my peer groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For cool. Sure. cool, cool. What last one? What's your favorite view? Yeah, I mean you can't be you can't North Shore. <laughs> you can't be the, you can't beat the ocean, and yeah, definitely some waves w- there as well because I want to I want to see like what's what's cooking so I can get out there hopefully. Nice. So where are you from? college you know some of your hobbies that kind of stuff sure yeah um from silicon valley like sunnyvale san jose area and uh real active with sports played water polo soccer and tennis in high school went to cal poly san luis obispo which is kind of central california kind of between the bay area and la got a degree in nutritional science and a minor in psychology Uh and um yeah and so i didn't really use the degree for for my profession but i used it for you know, kind of everything my, else, my, my, my you know, scratching my own itch essentially, yeah. and got into HR, and then I wound up over time. I wound up uh, creating a co- compensation consulting firm. So we design employee and executive pay plans for pre-IPO tech and private companies in the okay. Bay Area. So we kind of tell them what to pay what based off of the markets and the roles, et cetera. So oh. yeah, so that was it was a good business, and also gave me a little time and space to kind of work on other areas. So yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. So how how did Booze vacation come about, man. Give us the Genesis story. Oh man, it's a long one. Take your time. Man. Yeah. It's a long one, but yeah. you know, I think I think there's plenty of guys out there that you know, you, you know, they say to get mastery in something, you have to do it for ten thousand hours. So <laughs> I think there's plenty of my peers that have ten thousand hours and drinking beers with the boys, <laughs> and yeah. uh, I was definitely one of those. Real social, real extroverted. Always wanted to be doing something. I think what's unique about me and my story is I spent about 10,000 hours trying to mop up, you know, all the health and quality of life issues that it created mm. by that lifestyle and, you know, of associating alcohol with fun friends and events and award system. You know, you're working hard, you got to play, you got to go to this yep. event and, you know, you got to, you know, you got to hopefully have some fun. And so, yeah, it just, as I aged, you know, into, you know, started drinking, you know, freshman year in high school and, you, know, you get in your 30s and in particular especially in your 40s and it's just it's precipitating a lot of issues um nothing nothing crazy but yeah you know you're just you're not looking and feeling as good your sleep kind of sucks you're kind of stressed you're drinking too much coffee maybe getting back some bad blood work um 
Uh, yeah, kind of just your mood is kind of up, up and down, and you're not as present, and you know your relationships aren't as great as they can be. You know all those types. Everything of things. you need for a good midlife crisis. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, and honestly, you know, I wasn't setting out to get smarter with my alcohol use. I was setting out to like play dumb with my alcohol use for as long as humanly possible. <laughs> right. You know, up until a hundred, ideally. And you know, I just kind of wound up coming to a different path when I finally got there. It's like, whoa, yeah, this doesn't work very well. I need to, you know, take a break. So I got inspired to take a one-year break. There was one book that did it for me in four hours. It's called Alcohol Lied to Me. Um, mm -hmm. And that was, it was super entertaining and quick read. It's like, I listened to it. I'm like, oh, crap. I got to <laughs> take a break. And it's yeah. funny because I had tried, you know, kind of any and all interventions to, you know, because I was really diligent about health and wellness and so it's like meditation and diet and fitness and supplements, but it's like ultimately, you know, I found out the obvious. You know, you can't you can't override your physiology. You know, how with, long how long did you go through that? Oh man, like when you were kind of experimenting. Yeah, you know, like I said, I I was I was starting to you know precipitate issues, and I was aware enough to know that this isn't good and this isn't you know going to lead to good long term you know um, you know kind of circumstances so yeah i was grinding on it for longer than i care to admit but you know easily 10 plus years you know yeah. before i kind of finally kind of you know got inspired to 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 test the last thing which was you know Remove giving it. giving an extended break from alcohol because i think a lot of guys do you know they try to cut back and they do one month but it's just not enough time not to kind sustainable of, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just not enough time to learn anything valuable i think it's actually very counterproductive because you kind of go through the hardest part you, you you kind of mope around, watch the clock, and you're like, oh, yeah, th that sucked. I, I, pr I proved I can do it. Yeah. And there's yeah, all yeah. these, like, negative things. And then it's like – and then you're stuck again because it's, like, ultimately, you know, age, wear and tear, tolerance. It's it's a bad, it's a bad uh, you know, equation. When well, it, no, it, it often becomes a justification, right? Like, I, I did it. I can do it. I proved that I can do it. Right. Right? Yeah. So I don't need to do it anymore because yeah. I proved I can. And it was terrible. <laughs> and I got nothing out of it. Right. Yeah. And so. now I'm going to reward myself because I did it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, by taking that extended break, it was just – it was just really game changing because all the things that I had done, you know, from the diet and fitness and mindset and all that actually worked fantastically well. It was just, it was just done, being done out of sequence. So, you know, alcohol yeah. is kind of the master key to, you know, and I'll, I'll say that to my peers, like anybody that's going to the gym or eating kale salads or supplements or trying to be more mindful, you know, you can do that, but you're just really you're going to get re results that will disappoint, and you're going to wind up stop doing them or not doing them as well because you know you just can't you know again override your physiology when it comes to alcohol. It negatively affects so many functions and systems in your body, from your sleep to your testosterone levels to what you're eating and the amounts and the fr the frequency, you know your cortisol levels, your stress, your performance, you know. So it's just really easy to get stuck in these negative feedback loops where you know you're kind of just constantly never getting anywhere and so and then yeah again guys over time you know more responsibility you know they'll, they'll kind of like start letting things slip and then it's just it, you know it goes downhill pretty quickly yeah. you know my interest always peaks when taking a break from alcohol can look like a lot of different things for different people right i mean there's a reason why we drink and there's different reasons for most people everybody's got kind of a something they get out of it now, it sounds like you were more social and it was very rewarding and relieving and fun. And so removing it might have been more of a physical, mental reward. And you feel that kind of quickly where 
there's a lot of people who are drinking for maybe a little more deep-rooted issues. You being a psychology major would, would get that. And so taking those breaks, going into these, these longer extended periods of time might be tougher. So we can get into that as we go into booze vacation because I'm sure that's part of the program is, is being aware that some people are going to have a tougher time than others. Sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the program. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> we're not targeting alcoholics. We're staying, sure, we're sure, staying sure, in sure. our lane. And, you know, just to start off, again, like I said, I just found it such an impactful, empowering gift. And, you know, it's kind of I've kind of felt like I discovered, you know, what the beer commercial promises but can't a- actually ever deliver. Mm-hmm. And that's getting smarter with your alcohol use. And that might make you throw up in your mouth a little bit here, smarter alcohol use. It <laughs> might sound like kind of an oxymoron. But what I mean is, you know, guys, you know, they're kind of one-track mind on alcohol's fun, friends, events, and a reward system, and they're, they're, that's kind of overriding their health, their sleep, their, their diet, their relationships, yeah. and so they don't, you know, they're not kind of feeding and caring for those kind of core systems, and so, um, yeah, being able to be smarter with alcohol use, be able to take a purposeful break, relearn how to live life, you know, without it, and, and have fun and, and enjoy yourself, kind of fix your, fix your diet, fix your, you know, kind of address your health issues. You're going to have a lot of time, money, and energy to mm-hmm. kind of start pouring into that. And ultimately, you know, again, if you're intentional, you know, again, not just not drinking, but you're actually taking that time and, and working on yourself, you're going to wind up with a lot of stacking up a lot of wins and gains that you're going to want to keep. And so that's a pretty good insurance policy to, you know, kind of not go back. And, um, you know, a couple of quick ane- anecdotal stories by, you know, kind of, I kind of pride myself on, you know, again, you're kind of an asshole if you're, you know, talking about your, your, your alcohol use with your buddy or, you know, or theirs, you know, it's kind of like, Hey man, like, don't worry about it. I'm fine. I don't drink as much as Bob, but you know, um, you know, kind of having those awkward conversations is because, you know, I just love giving unsolicited advice and, you know, and I kind of just, I've kind of been there, done that with with me. And I just see a lot of similarities with my peers, but you know, we, I've just, you know, got, got guys on the right day and I'm kind of giving them shit on the golf course. Cause like, you know, I had a buddy that showed up and he's bragging about his business and how great it is. And, you know, family's good. And I'm looking at him and it's just not, you know, aligned, you know, he's looking stressed. He's looking kind of worried. He's not mm. present. I'm like, how much do you drink? Oh, I barely drink, you know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I played golf yesterday. I had a couple, you know, a couple cocktails. Couple and I'm, like, packs, I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's why you're being like a whiny, whiny guy right now. And it's like, Oh, it's totally. And so like, he just kind of, I just kind of, you know, kind of shook him a little bit and was kind of giving him talking trash. And he wound up, you know, he read alcohol died to me. He took one year break. He wound up going from like 7 million to like 15 million in a commercial uh, real estate business. He lost all this weight. He started like recording music again. He's like, just to really open up doors for him. And, you know, but honestly, I think he's not as maybe the extroverted as me. And I think, it was still kind of awkward to be like, I'm not drinking and, and whatever. So booze vacation, I really wanted to create kind of a fun aspirational brand and, and not make it around what you're not doing, but really about what you're doing. And, and cause like I said, I think it's, it's such a valuable skill, especially for, for men and success, because you know, the more success you get, if, if your association is fun and a reward system, you're just going to wind up kicking the crap out of yourself more and you're, yeah. you're going to enjoy it less and you're not going to have it as long. So I think it's really, mm-hmm. really important. So it's really just around having that conversation. Another quick example is, again, when I'm starting out, I like, got 20 buddies like, hey, we're going to do a three-month booze vacation, you know, kind of roped some guys in. And, yeah, there's like two guys and, you know, gave them some material and whatever. They just did it. 
and they lost 30 pounds and the guy still hasn't drank in like a year and a half, you know? So that's not, that's not the intent. The intent is to really give guys a choice. I feel like the current system doesn't really give you a choice. It's like, as yeah. long as alcohol is fun and a reward system, like you don't get a say, you know, you can try to cut back, you can try to do these ineffectual things, but without actually getting some space from it, from, a, you know, some purposeful space and, and letting your body and mind reset, you're really not getting a say in the matter. And then it's a, it's very time sensitive need. You know, like I said, I, I think it's very common in my peer group, men in their thirties start, you know, stacking pre-disease symptoms. They have belly fat, they have metabolic syndrome, they have high blood pressure, they have a lot of stress, they have, you know, kind of bad blood work. And then, you know, 10, 15 years down the road with, you know, kind of wear and tear, additional alcohol use. I'm not saying that Alcohol is the main culprit, but, you know, sure. the, the diet and lifestyle that it precipitates, it starts turning into more chronic disease states. And it's sooner than, 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 than later, and it could For be sure. in your 40s and 50s. And it's, it's so much easier to restore and repair your health before, you know, you, you, you yeah, get to those chronic too states. Late. And it's a, lot, right. it's a lot cheaper and, and not as much fun. So, hmm. so, yeah, really trying to kind of, uh, you know, engage and address that and have those conversations by giving tools and resources and kind of, you know, increasing their awareness and, and things they just can't unsee, kind of like, you know, some earworms get a little, you know, yeah. get a little, um, you know, get their attention and then ultimately have this community set up where they can just do it with a group of guys. It's free, you know, given them the tools and resources they need and the, connect, the connection and, and really just start, you know, kicking butt and having, having a blast. So I go to your website. I reach out to you. What, is, what does it look like? Yeah. So... Our tagline is drink less, live more, tools and resources to get smarter with your alcohol, with your drinking today, and uh, take an extended vacation from drinking when you're ready. So, mm -hmm. you know, again, we kind of have to meet people where they're at. And they can hop on boozevacation.com. They could take a 20-minute you versus booze PhD where you kind of, there's a self-assessment. You can kind of see how it's affecting your, your health and quality of life mm. and, you know, kind of get some other information. You could also do one week quick win challenges. So again, kind of not any lifestyle changes, but just kind of more awareness and, yeah. and exercises to kind of start kind of planting the seeds there. And then okay. ultimately when, and when, and as they're ready, they can, they can take a three to 12 month booze vacation and, and kind of get, um, get in with their community and free events and resources and, and tools that they need to have a successful booze vacation and have a blast. Okay. Are, are you seeing that a lot of those guys are converting once they kind of you know, they do the assessment, they gain a little bit of insight, a little bit of clarity, and then it's like, all right, now this starts making, starts to make sense. Like, let's do it. Like, are you seeing a pretty good success rate in terms of turnover after, you know, guys are engaging yeah, in, honestly, on the front end? Yeah, honestly, so this this is just get, got turned on. Yeah, yeah, so we've yeah. been, you know, <laughs> this is a difficult code to crack. And yeah. we've, tried, we've tried, you know, different different pivots and we're continuing to get good information and good input and feedback. And so this is the latest iteration. I think it's going to be a lot more successful before we went kind of the standard, you know, online sales yeah. resource kit. And, you know, obviously it's going to create a lot of drag on getting people, you know, people to pay something for sure. for, for, for yeah, yeah. diet and lifestyle habits, which they don't want to do in the first place. And that's, you know, we're really setting out to have, a, you know, get a million guys, take a booze vacation and give them that choice, give, give them a longer shelf life. And then ultimately they can choose their own adventure. But I think th this should be a lot more effective because it's just, it's just easier, lower stakes and they can kind of, they can kind of plug in where they need to. And again, you catch a guy on the right day with the right message, um, you know, They'll just, they'll just hop yeah. in and go for it. And, you know, again, it's just 
I've I've been in California, I've been in you know the East Coast, I've been everywhere, and it's just guys don't guys don't talk about it in a meaningful way. They don't try it, and they don't have good examples, you know. And again, peer pressure is a bitch, you know. Yeah, you see your buddy so losing thirty pounds too. and crushing it at work with his business, and it's like it's like oh man, I used to like beat that guy, and you know, and, and this or that, and now he's like you know, and <laughs> so you can really drinking. see it. And there's and they're still having they're still having fun and. You know, you could drink all these like fantastic non-alcoholic beers. It sounds like an oxymoron, but it's totally it's totally the perfect crime. I mean, you could absolutely you have like you you have the muscle memory. Like, how much have we been conditioned to enjoy yeah. a beer? And so it's not it's only weird when you know you're kind of in that dependent state. But once you kind of a few weeks past that, it's yeah. you know it's kind of just you know kind of laying some new tracks. So I really like the way that you just described that because I think it's it sounds like it's evolved from the first conversation that we had, I don't know, probably six, eight months ago when, yeah. when we first started talking. And I, I really love that idea of let's just kind of bring them into the fold and do some you know education around this and maybe even introduce them to guys like you that have done this and are now crushing it. I think that's sells itself yeah yeah i mean so it makes tons of sense personal to me. curiosity business model how, how does it work being free um so yeah it's kind of a freemium offer though there could there could be there'll be other additional resources and one-on-one coaching but really what it's going to turn into you know again it's not about not drinking but it's about like massively improving your life and that's yeah. you know improving your sleep your fitness your your diet and once we once people get in we're you know i i've kind of geek down on my diet for decades and I, I have a pretty good thing. And, and, you know, I have a buddies that are losing, you know, 20, 30 pounds the first month. And so just through a bunch of different interventions, but you're going to need a Vitamix, you're going to need an exercise bike, you're going to need a bunch of supplements. You're going to need, you know, all kinds of different, you know, um, pro, you know, health and wellness products to get that going. So I think there could right. be a lot of partnerships, obviously non-alcoholic brewing companies, things like that. So yeah. I think there's a lot of a lot of partnerships, a lot of contests where we have contests or, you know, who, who has the biggest impact in the community, who, who is sure. the most weight, who has the, the most success or the funniest story and actually start having actual, you know, sponsored events and, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, vacations in Hawaii. And we're just yeah. like going crazy golfing and fishing and oh, surfing and, and just going crazy and had drinking and drinking NA beers and, and just having a hell of a time. So, um, so yeah, I, I think, I'm you know, I think there's this, we're going to need a lot of, health and wellness products to kind of really accelerate because it's super critical to really start getting that traction and that momentum and seeing those results right away. And then once you kind of get them, you know, they're three, four weeks in, they're sleeping better, they're feeling better, their skin's more clear, they're starting to, you know, lose the belly. And like, well, this has only been like four or six weeks, you know, it's like, oh, just wait till like six months. It's like, you could really, you can really transform your health and your, your, you know, your relationship quite a bit so yeah, yeah it's really compelling and so yeah i gotta figure that out but yeah it's, it's really about just getting it fun and connecting that dots and, and getting that vernacular out there so it's not like oh i'm not drinking but it's kind of more fun and aspirational it's going to be and it's going to be really damn clear who's you know who's on it who's not and you know what their activity levels are what their performances are and so it's going to be just really clear yeah and who's, who, who's having more fun and who knows what's going to happen with that too i mean all kinds of neat stuff could come from <laughs> gathering a bunch of really smart high-functioning dudes in community with yeah. one another oh, absolutely. and removing the thing that kind of dumbing things down you know oh for sure yeah like i wasn't a high achiever but yeah i have this consulting business yeah i, I have this like brainchild i've kind of found my passion and 
yeah, my, my health and, you know, my fitness and my sleep and just everything. And then the same, same with my buddies. And so yeah. you're absolutely right. Like kind of anybody, it's just really going to give them so much more horsepower and so much more, you know, energy and, sure. and zest that, um, and yeah, there's, um, I have, a, I have a good connections in Silicon Valley and I have a, a VC guy that's just hopping on board that I pitched him initially and it was kind of like, you know, it didn't go anywhere, but he's, he's taking a, like a three month booze vacation and he's all into it. So just yeah. kind of planting the seeds. I think and a lot of people like the charter and, um, yeah, even guys that, you know, aren't, aren't necessarily interested in, um, taking a vacation. They're, they're super interested in just like, Oh, you can like not drink and still have fun and, and still see your friends and, and all that. And so yeah. it's kind of like you're the unicorn, you know, that just like popped in and everybody wants to know a little bit more, but yeah, I'm real excited about where we're headed. Well, there's this, you know, like you described your experience, there's this shift in our society where I would say 10 years ago, even five years ago, the idea of not drinking was just ludicrous. And, mm-hmm. and now because of the alcohol-free trend, companies like yours, podcasts like ours, there's just an abundance of information that's almost unavoidable. And, you know, and so now there are these people that are looking at their wellness, you know, particularly this demographic you're describing where you reach your forties and you're starting to notice some things physically. And it's like, I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to try to do that, but I'm not going to remove that one thing over here that I, that I keep hearing about. I should probably remove. Whereas 10 years ago, that wasn't there. It was, that is a part of everything else. Now it's like this little you know, bug in your ear where it's, it's, you know, it's hanging on over there and you're, and you know that that's likely the answer to a lot of your stuff. Um, kind of to piggyback on what you were just talking about, where do you see not only your, your organization, but others like it, if there are spreading out into the, the world, the community, our society, and how that is going to affect us as a, a, a collective, you sure. know? Yeah, you know, I th- the first thing that comes to mind, I think you, you have Annie Grace on the podcast, yeah, yeah. Uh, The Sanguine Mind. She's fantastic. Yeah, uh, she's I would awesome. recommend that. Uh, I think it's a little bit more of a female slant um, versus alcohol light to me. I definitely think, like, the females are, are more mindful. I think they get it. You know, I've done some TikToks, and I'll get, like, a lot more responses from females just because I think they're just a little bit more aware, and they're not like, la, 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 you know, like, as <laughs> guys like to be. So I think they're making some great inroads, you yeah. know, with the females. And, you know, but when I hear, like, mindful drinking and track your drinks, and it's like, I just don't see that working for my peer groups, honestly. And so... You're just still drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's just, again, are you going to, like, be mindful at a football game when you're tailgating? And, like, After are you going to be drinking, like, <laughs> yeah. two or three drinks per hour? And some of those drinks are, you yeah. know, those IPAs are two servings of alcohol per. So you're actually, you know, it's like, it's just, it's just not relevant. So that's I'm real... I'm really excited about how we were able to kind of message and engage and scratch, not only scratch my own itch, but like engage uh, the meat of the meat of the problem, which I see is kind of like that 30 to 50 year old male demographic, maybe a little bit more, you know, higher achiever type thing, but, you know, just kind of starting to have that conversation. And I mean, as far as what it can mean, I mean, it's just crazy compelling. Cause like I said, I think, unfortunately, I think there's going to be a pretty big reckoning. I'm, pretty fearful for my peer groups, you know, as they get in their forties and fifties, I think they're going to unfortunately start precipitating a lot of health problems. That's going to affect their careers. It's going to affect their families. It's going to affect their kids. And so, you know, that just tears me up. And so 
you know, and being able to kind of, you know, turn that around and just like catch the guys right before, you know, the pre- yeah. to catch that pre-disease right before it turns into chronic disease and like really start cleaning up things and improving things. And, and you're just so much more present. You're so much, you're just such a better performer, you're better partner. It's just so much good that could be done. And then you're just giving them all this extra time and energy to kind of, you know, give their gifts to and contribute in their own way. So I think it's su- a super important um, because, yeah, it's kind of like driving around with your emergency brake on all the time. And it's just, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, a lot of guys are, are dragging mm-hmm. ass and discontent. And it's unfortunate because, again, my peer groups, you know, they have the they have big big businesses and careers and they're in the best schools and families and all that and then it's like I see them and yeah they're kind of discontent I think there's a real disconnection because you know they have it all on paper they kind of look you know they're at the peak yeah. of Maslow's hierarchy of needs and yet they kind of feel like they're stuck in the survival mode and just want to have a little me time I just want to get through it and it's like they're looking and feeling like crap quite a bit as they age and so. You know, they're not present, they're not performing well. And it's snowballing. They're, yeah, and it's, right? it's, it's really, I think it eats, eats away at them, you know, yeah. and it's not healthy and it's not, not, not much fun. So, um, yeah, I think it's a really big opportunity. And, yeah, I just think the, the benefits and impact are just immeasurable as yeah. far as, like, what that means when you have a guy that's all of a sudden, like, going from this to that, you know. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's really tremendous, and I've seen it, and it's, it's really what gets me juiced. So hearing that... And I love that answer because the first thing I think of are fathers. And, and I don't know, not everybody's a parent, but there are a lot of fathers out there. And there are a lot of kids who are watching their fathers be in that state, that discontent, that come home and just, oh, God, I just need a beer, you know, longest day ever. Like, no, it was just a, it was a day like we all have. <laughs> you know, you don't necessarily need that. And the kids, the generational learning, just it's, it's how I learned. Sure. You know? I mean, I grew up 100 yards that way. My dad was the same way, just grind, grind, check the boxes, come home, relief, 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 unhappy, genuinely, you know, and that's how I, that's what I came up as. And fortunately, I got a grip on it earlier than later, but I love that, that aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And one of my buddies, the same guy on the golf course that I got, and he, he said that, and that struck me. He was like, I, li- I love that. I'm making, I'm doing a good example for my three young boys and that's, you know, that's a big thing. And I I like that with my kids as well. I have two girls, but it's also just your, your presence and your ability to engage. Like all your kids want is your attention Attention. and you know, your love. And it's like, unfortunately when you're in these negative states, you know, you're kind of, you know, it, it starts, you know, getting more focused around alcohol or, and where you're at in that spectrum and you're just not as present, you're, you don't have the energy, you're not as playful, you're a little more, you know, kind of abrupt. So it's yeah, just really, snippy. you're just not as, you're not as available. <laughs> and so it's a, and it's a bummer because yeah, kids aren't around very long before no, they grow up and window. you can really kind of, you know, miss out. Yeah. And influence. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I'm interested to, you know, I know you said that there's some coaching that comes into play in terms of your curriculum. What, what, is there any type of like therapeutic component when you kind of get into the meat of your program? I mean, I know like you guys are doing a bunch of fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but is there, is there a therapeutic component other than kind of peer coaching? Yeah, and again, it's not even totally baked, but yeah, we we, yeah. we had a six yeah, pack, yeah, and so you know, again, thinking. we're not targeting alcoholics, so we don't get into we don't need to get in the deep end of that pool, but yeah, and we're not you know 
here to like check in and have an accountability partner or anything like that. Mm. But I think it's really just kind of some of the brass tacks survival skills, like what to say when someone asks you a beer, you know, okay. ask, yeah. you know and give you a drink, um, you know, how to navigate social events, you know, kind of how to plan ahead, you know, kind of just brass tacks there. And this, then really moving off into, you know, into, you know, kind of healthy habits around sure. your, your diet and fitness. Okay. And, um, and, you know, I think it's just, it's, it's helpful for guys just to hear a guy that's been there, done that. And, you know, cause like I said, they're, they're kind of rare and just know that like, okay, this is a peer that actually navigated it. Cause you know, I think the big, the big deal is, is, you know, we're associating with fun friends and events and a reward system. And we think or know that alcohol is benefiting us. And so we, you know, when we try to cut back or when we try to take a one month off, you know, we keep it short because it's benefiting us. So let's only do it a month. Not why don't we do it for six months? Oh, because I already know it's benefiting me. And so that's kind of the, the mind, mind, you know, kind of, uh, mind field that, that people have to overcome. And so it's, it's kind of stepping out into the unknown because, um, you know, with, with that mindset, you can never really kind of get free and and sack up and take a long break. And that's where kind of some of that education and awareness comes in ideas, education, but yeah, it's just like simple connecting the dots. You have three drinks, you're drinking, you're sleeping 40% less. You sleep poorly, your testosterone levels are down. You have low drive, you have low libido, you're going to have worse sex. You're going to be, you know, you're going to be a worse partner because you're going to have less energy and empathy. You know, you're going to, you know, create leaky gut and, and, you know, inflammation in, you know, throughout your body. Cancer loves inflammation. You know, it's just like connecting all these pieces. And it's like, and if alcohol is fun, you know, alcohol is oftentimes fun because it's just kind of a juxtaposition. It's like, you you go big on the weekend and then you you feel feel like crap and then you have all this work to do and you don't do it very well and that creates stress the need and, to drink and instead of being at a level 5 or 6 on the work day you're at a 3 or a 4 and so you're just like such in a crappy state it's like i need to like bump this up i don't care what the <laughs> hell i drink. need to do you get yeah. you get your alcohol going and yeah you get it for whatever 20 minutes an hour and a half before you're like your the frontal lobe shutting down and then you're just and you're never really present, and that's the key to happiness. You know, you have to be okay with the, the present moment. And why would you want to be okay with the present moment when you look and feel like crap all the time? So yeah. that's kind of the that's kind of some of just the brass tacks of how it's um, it's not delivering as as promised in those beer commercials. So two quick two quick questions on on that in that space, and then and then we'll we'll move towards the end of this. Um, one is as you know, Patrick and I are both in recovery. We both work in that space. If someone reaches out to you, is attracted to your program, wants to give it a shot, but clearly displays a little bit bit further on the spectrum of, of the addiction to alcohol, what do you, what do you do? Do you refer out? Absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. No. Stay stay in her lane. Yeah. yeah. yeah and I by no means want to give the the you know the sense that oh yeah we you know yeah we can we can fix we got you. you we can yeah we can fix <laughs> you yeah we're really just kind of you know targeting and trying to do a kind of a bit of a pattern interrupt with people that, that can, yeah. they can pull it off. Very cool. And, you know, to that point, you know, there's plenty of guys out there that think, Oh yeah, that's me. Right. Until they try. That's and right. And they're like, Oh crap. I think I'm a little further. That's now. kind of more my question. And so yeah. absolutely. And that's, and that's a beautiful thing to know. It's like, that's something yeah. you want to know earlier and later versus like, Oh, I lost my job or my wife left me or, or whatever. It's like, you know, the, the blinkers going off, like go check the engine light. Yeah. And yeah, there's, you know, great resources out there. And, and yeah, if, if we could, if we can flag those, then that's great. But yeah, we, by no means do we have any expertise or in, or 
you know, kind of guidance there, other yeah. than just partnering with guys like you. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was uh, I've read and you mentioned, I think you said Easy Wins. It might have been called something else. What yeah, was it? Quick, 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 win. quick, quick Wins. Quick Wins. Quick what, Wins Challenge. What's that like? What, you know, early on getting getting a little sense of confidence in your ability to... Yeah, just kind of, you know, again, honing in on some of this, these health and diet concepts when it comes to sleep, for example, you know, kind of tracking your sleep and, and tracking your, you know, kind of your some of your health and quality of life stuff. Um, some exercises around alcohol and, and the enjoyment phase and, um, you know, maybe experimenting with the menes and, and kind of, you know, kind of speaking to, you know, kind of some of the realities there. I mean, clearly no one picks up a, a glass of alcohol and goes, wow, this tastes fantastic. Mm-hmm. And kind of, mm-hmm. kind of hitting on some of, you know, kind of where they, where they would go and had, how actually, you know, not, any beers are very, very delicious and, and kind of just hitting on some of these different concepts. There's also, um, also, you know, one of the challenges is listening to the Andrew Huberman podcast, the two-hour podcast. Oh, no, that's, cool. that's yeah. hard. That's hard to un- un- hear. So, just kind of different, different things to kind of, you know, kind of wet their whistle and and get them get them thinking about that. So, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Nice. So, right. give us your 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 top three benefits from giving up alcohol. Sleep. Sleep is so critical. I mean, <laughs> how how quickly you age. You know, your your hormones your stress levels, your performance, your energy, what you eat, your weight gain. Um, you just, you just will not sleep well with, you know, mm-hmm. regular alcohol use. So that was huge. And honestly, I, that's, that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back with me and me trying to play dumb with my alcohol use. Like I just had apnea and I just, I just felt terrible. I would work out and I would eat right. And I just felt like felt terrible, super foggy. So sleep is huge. Um, just, you know, a clear mind, you know, you're not so up and down, you're more level, you're more, you know, you're more present. So I think there's, you know, kind of just your operating system is, is more geared for performance and, you know, being able to handle, you know, issues and things like that. And then it's just like diet and fitness. It's like, again, if you're out there trying to work out extra hard so you can go big on the weekend, it's just like, and you can pull that off for a while, but you're just you're pissing up wind. It's it's you're not going to get the results you want. It's um, you know physiologically you're going to be eating more and and eating crappier food. So it's just it's so much easier to impact your health and have better food choices when your mind and body are, are balanced. And then you just get such such better results when it comes to you know whatever it is you're doing. You want to get better sports, or you want to you know grow some muscle, or just improve your cardio and your look and feel, and just yeah results. Awesome. So this last question is kind of our power question. It's, you know, you've ultimately been answering it this entire conversation, but if we can condense it down into a little power punch, the question is Clifford Stefan, why do you care? Yeah. You know, like I said, I just, I'm, I care because, you know, if I didn't go through this 10,000 hours of trying to mop up all these issues with alcohol and finally begrudgingly kind of come to this realization, I just, I care because, I just see a, a, a lack of awareness and a cluelessness in this, you know, let's play dumb with our alcohol use type of thing. And I, and I know where that's heading, and I'm just not cool with that. So I care because I, I love my bros, and I mm. want them to kick ass, and I love their families, and I love, yeah. what, I love their potential and what they can do. And so it's just, I mean, you, you got to figure this out, or you're just going to be, you know, you're going to have a lot, of, a lot of hard times yeah. that, that are completely unfounded and, and 
all the hard work that's been done, you're just going to be kind of uh, negating it. So I just I think that's a shame, and I'm not cool with that. Love it. Yeah. Great answer. Clifford, thank you for making the trek. Hey. Yeah, thank man. You. Thank it's you. been really great. Dude, it. I'm really looking forward to seeing how all this unfolds for you, man. Yeah. And we're yeah. here to support no, it. I'd love for you guys to keep us in mind. Yeah, we, oh, for sure. Help, help, us, help us get a yeah. couple guys in the boat. You got it. think of it. So, awesome. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, man. Thank you. Thanks for being here. The information and opinions shared on this podcast are solely those of the host and guests and are not a substitute for medical advice. If you feel like you may need professional help, here are some resources. Visit Patrick Balsley's practice, saunacounseling.com, Robbie Shaw's practice, eventiderecovery.com, or visit theblanchardinstitute.com.